Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. It's a new episode and it's a Christmas episode. It's going to be a very fun conversation. Today, it's just Jessica and I. Uh, Unfortunately, Christy is out sick, so we do give her get well soon wishes and hope she feels better. Absolutely. Jesse and I will handle the ropes here. I am your host, Jared, alongside our fantastic co-host slash producer, Jessica. And uh, let's jump right into this right off the bat. First of all, I did want to give a big shout out to all of our supporters so far. We are only on our third podcast episode, and we've yeah. had so much early support. Um, if you guys can leave a review, if you like our podcast, it means a great deal. We've had lots of amazing reviews come on and uh lots of downloads and we just really appreciate you guys so yeah anyways past that boring stuff let's well, jump into it makes into us it. happy too it makes me happy to read it i love it it does yeah i we've had several uh apple podcast reviews where people have gone into like depth why they like the the podcast yeah. and that just that means a great deal to us truly really because does. because we've worked really hard on this and we we've always been you know, Disney fans and always been wanting to do a project like this. So it, yeah. it's just really special to actually read that sort of stuff. But yeah, so let's thank jump you right from into the bottom it. of our hearts. We love it. Exactly. Thank you. But anyways, I'm Jared. She's Jesse. This is yes. the Mickey Blog Podcast. Let's do it. Today, we're going to be talking all things Christmas at Walt Disney World. So what we mean by that, our favorites, our do's, our don'ts, spoiler alert, there's not many don'ts, but in general... <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about why it's just so incredible or magical, whatever adjective you want to use, but <laughs> to go to Walt Disney World during the holiday season. Oh, yeah. So, Jesse, real quick, when was the first time you experienced Disney during the holidays? And, and for you, what what's like the one thing where you're like, oh, I look forward to this every year? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, obviously, Mer- Very Merry Christmas is so fun. It is kind of expensive nowadays. Didn't used to be that bad. But I used to look forward to like the snope on the, you know, on Main Street, you would see snope falling down and you can't see that everywhere. It's something that you can really only see in Disney. And that's super magical to me for Very Merry. I wish they would do it more like, you know, during the actual time of Magic Kingdom. But, you know, even if they don't do it, like, that's okay. It's still super fun. But there's so yeah. many things. The, the decorations, I don't know. How do you pick just one? It, it's hard. And we're not going to. We're going to talk about many. Yeah. So that's the good news. But I was just curious if there was like something in general that every year you're like, oh, I'm so excited to see that again. Because for me, like <sighs> I really love uh, just right off the bat, first thing that comes to mind is the gingerbread houses. Like I okay. love the gingerbread houses. I think yeah. they're so well done. But beyond that, in general, the thing I actually look forward to most every year are the resorts. Like, I yeah. know the parks are great. Don't get me wrong. Each park has a great celebration. Um, you know I love Echo Lake, and we'll get Echo into Lake. that later. But I just love how it's different than Halloween or any other time of year um, where every single resort gets decorated. Like, yeah. it, that's that's so unique to me. Like, it, it is. That's, that's really cool. 
Yeah, I do love the resorts. Grand Floridian has always been my number one go-to just because of the gingerbread house. That gingerbread house is spectacular. You walk into the lobby and you just smell the gingerbread. And it is an interactive one, so you can wait in the line, get the gingerbread, you get to eat it, and it's like, oh my god, I'm almost eating a piece of the house because it does feel that way. So yeah, that's that's super cool. I do prefer the parks. I love the resorts also, don't get me wrong. They always have a ton of different treats Every single, seems like every two weeks now, they have new holiday treats, which is super fun. But I like the more classic. I like the old school. You walk into Hollywood Studios, you see the stars hanging up. You go to Echo Lake, you see the little ornament in Gertie's mouth. So mm-hmm. I'm a more kind of classic kind of person when it comes to the more traditional Disney Parks holidays, where I feel like the resorts, and they're more on the newer side of decorations. I don't remember them ever decorating like every single resort. Just as I was a kid, maybe I just didn't realize it. Yeah. I mean, I think they all were for the most part decorated. It's just yeah. that some of them were obviously far less decorated than others. I of mean, course. when you go to the Wilderness Lodge and you see that big tree, it's obviously <sighs> going to be different than seeing like a few small little white trees over at Pop Century. But yeah. at the same time, I still really enjoy Pop Century's decoration. So yeah. that in general, the main point that I'm going to get across on this podcast to our listeners is like, just go to Disney during the seasons. Not even just resorts, like go to Disney at some point. If you're going to do Disney, go do it during the holiday season. Yeah. I know it can be more expensive. I know the crowds can get crazy, but there's a reason for that. You know, there's a reason that the place with lines out the door in New York City usually has pretty good stuff in there. Like, you know, things are popular for a reason. So, and I'm going to try to to sell our listeners a little bit on that. But uh, my next question for you, Jesse, is... uh, specifically are there anything that is there anything when it comes to let's get the negative out of the way first is there anything where you feel like okay i don't love that or you know i prefer this over that or anything that you're like "Ah, i could kind of skip that every year when it comes to walt disney world in the holidays oh my god something to skip um like you said in the beginning (laughs) there's not a lot of negatives (laughs) um i don't think there's anything i can like skip there's nothing like, oh, well, I'm not really into that because I, I mean, we've gone over this. I'm a Halloween person. You're the Christmas person, but I still enjoy all the Halloween activities and all the Christmas activities. Like, yeah. I think they're fun. They're very unique. Um, like, I love the Christmas tree stroll. So Disney has changed it over the years. It used to be a separate thing where you would go through a little line of trees where now you have to go all through Disney Springs to try to find these trees. And they keep changing up those little details to make it fun. So every year is different. So it's hard to be like, oh, I'm going to skip that this year because what if it's different? (laughs) I want to see if it's different. You know, it's funny you say that because that's actually (laughs) one of the negatives for me. Yeah. Personally, personally, I really loved the uh, Christmas tree. um, You know, what was it before? It's the stroll now, but what was it called before? It was like the path or the walk. The trail. That's what it was. I personally, and my wife's the same way. She talks about it all the time. We have gone to Disney Springs. I mean, I'm I'm a Disney Parks reporter. I'm at Disney yeah. Springs several times a week. But we, the two of us, for fun, have gone over to uh, Disney Springs to check out the holiday stroll and the of Christmas course. tree stroll. And I truly miss the old way they did it. Like, so I liked... I. 
I liked walking down that trail and there was Snope over there and there yeah. was like Santa at the end and you could get like hot cocoa and cookies midway down. Like, yeah. I thought that was more like immersive to be honest with you. Um, and if I were to talk about anything negative, it would just be in general, a general feeling where Christmas at Disney has gotten slightly worse. Now hear me out. It's I'm not busy. saying... Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad because I love the holidays at Disney. It's my favorite yeah. time of year here, um, and I'm going to gush about it majority of this podcast. But <laughs> if I had any negative thing to say before we jump into overwhelming positive rants, uh, it's that I, I'd miss, like, the dream lights, obviously, at the Magic Kingdom. Like, that was, that was like, the greatest thing for me that they um, did Osborne all year lights long. at Hollywood studios. Exactly. <laughs> Osborne spectacle of lights. So yeah. there's pros and cons, I think to what you were just talking about, about yeah. like they update things. So they change things, but at the same time there's, there's sort of downsides to that in the sense where, okay, like some of it is, is a good upgrade and some of it yeah. is like, you're going to miss it. But at the same time, maybe, maybe we're just being nostalgic, you know, because some yeah. things we sit around and we complain about and be like, oh, the old way was better, but is it really better? Or do we just miss that feeling of being nine years old and being right. on that ride? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's different. So whether we like it or not, like that's the new way of like the tree trail, you know, now it's a tree stroll. Now you have to go and find them. So now it's more of a activity it's more of an adventure instead of like an experience so mm. whatever disney does we just kind of have to roll with the punches because we don't really have a choice of the matter so that's why i'm saying like i like that it's different do yeah. i want the old way yes i prefer the old way but maybe the nine-year-old standing next to me wants to go on an adventure and find those trees yeah they, it's like a scavenger hunt to exactly so, yeah, exactly. So we got to it, it's important as Disney fans and yeah. especially for us who work in media to yeah. try to remember that, you know, you have to put yourself through the lens of a child and also through the lens a lot of the times of someone coming for the first time. Yeah, because we as locals or people who get to go a lot might say like, oh, I liked it this way more. I liked it this way more. But frankly, uh, we're not the direct clientele that Disney is trying to sell to. I wish so, they were. I know, I know. We're not the center of attention, Jesse. We're not. <laughs> but let's uh, let's jump on like off the point of Disney Springs. What I figure is what we'll do in this episode is go through each park, each sort of section to talk about yeah. uh, highlights and what you really need to check out when you come to Walt Disney World during the holidays because there is so much to see. There so is. right off. Let's do the let's do the free stuff first. Free, uh, not yeah. really free. Non park stuff, and then we'll go through each park. So starting with Disney Springs, obviously we were just talking about they do the Christmas tree stroll. Yes. And the Christmas Christmas tree stroll is really cool because there are multiple different trees, and each tree is themed to different films, different yeah. parks, different characters, all sorts of different things. I mean, they even have a. A Disney witch tree this year. So can you talk a little bit about that? And, and have you already gone this year? I'm guessing you have. I have not gone this year. Um, wow. I know, I know I haven't gone this year. I do plan on going this year. I have not seen the wish tree yet, but that brings me back to Disney making a different, they made a new tree this year and I'm excited to see the new tree because last year the trees were just so cool. Like they have mm. an all Jack Skellington tree. They have a haunted mansion tree. Like there's just yeah. so many different things and they really do their theming so well. Star Wars tree. 
Yeah, Star, <laughs> Star Wars tree, of course. Um, yeah, so they, you know, they have a Moana tree and they have something for everybody and everyone's going to have a favorite tree. Every single year I'm like, ooh, that tree's my favorite. Wait, maybe maybe it's mm-hmm. this tree because there are so many different options of the trees that you can really go and see. And like I was saying, it could be a scavenger hunt. You can make it fun. Or if you want to cheat, you can look and see where they all are and you can just walk and grab your little stickers. Like, you know, you I can mean- do either or. It literally is a scavenger hunt. So for our listeners who aren't aware, you can pick up you can pick up like a sticker scavenger hunt and yes. with every tree that you see, you stick the sticker, you know, on your little scavenger hunt. Epcot yep. does the same thing for their festivals, but I think that's a really cool activity because a lot of times, yeah. I mean, these parks are expensive, let's face it. So yes. bringing your kids to Disney Springs is a nice free option um where a family can get together, you can grab some food, whether you want a cheap option or an expensive yeah. option. Like Disney Springs has really stepped up their food game in the last decade. So yes, in have. general, like it's just, and of course it's perfect for shopping. So in general, I think Disney Springs is an amazing spot to go visit during the holiday season. Yeah, I mean, Especially if you're looking for something fun to do that's really not like, oh, I have to buy a $150 park ticket. You can exactly. go there. You can enjoy the Disney aspects of it. Get that Christmas feel. Go look at all those trees. Um, have you done the tree stroll this year, Jared? I have, yeah. I have Did they it. give you a prize this year at the end? You know, I didn't do the scavenger hunt sticker oh, situation. So, so I did the know. stroll, but I didn't actually do the stickers. I just, I witnessed oh. a lot of people placing stickers on maps. Okay, well, but I'll have to update the podcast when we actually do I, it to I see know. if they give a prize. I, we really do because our listeners yeah. are like, wow, they're talking about the Christmas tree stroll and one of them didn't do the scavenger hunt and the other one um, hasn't even yet. gone yet. So I know, I know. But last year, Springs. we're sounding like rookies here. I know. Last year we <laughs> did kidding. give a prize though, which makes it so much more fun. When you get a prize at the end, even if it's something simple like a sticker, like the prize is, oh my God, I got a prize. <laughs> yeah. And and before we move on officially from Disney Springs, I did yeah. want to say that some of the other highlights there just off the bat the other night they had snope going on at disney springs you know like that's really cool because that's usually something that only really happens at like the parks and you know so that's cool to that they do that for guests and they also have a santa meet and greet at disney springs they have lots of food and drink options live entertainment exactly live entertainment people playing christmas music and of course you know if you're into Christmas merchandise. I mean, just go into World of Disney and see their giant Christmas section. So, so much Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to not have a fun time uh, while you're at Disney Springs during the holiday season. Is really yeah. what we're trying to get down to. But moving on from there, before we get into the main parks, uh, beyond that, let's jump over because there's also stuff that goes on. For example, Blizzard Beach. Real yep. quick, they they have like a this year. I thought it was so cool. This year they have like a, a holiday tropical Santa, literally. Like you could so meet cool. and greet like tropical Santa. He has like Santa Converse that he wears. I and mean, yeah. that's so cool. Um, they play Christmas music. They have obviously their like winter wonderland section of the I water park. It. So that's all really cool. But also, again, the resorts. Let's jump into the resorts like because they do a lot. Yeah, the resorts are amazing. Um, like I said, I mean, they give you different treats, which is amazing every single resort has a different christmas cupcake candy moose swirl like you name it they have it and you have to go to each resort to find the new ones and it's all christmas themed of course or holiday themed 
Um, so it makes it really nice to kind of go on a scavenger hunt almost for those. And then on top of the treats that they have, they have decorations. And a lot of the times, cast members, they'll wear fun Christmas ears, fun Santa mm-hmm. hats, and they really make it special too for that time of year. So I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, I mean, their Christmas tree is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we talked about the gingerbread houses already, which are so cool. Do you, Do you have, have a like favorite? a favorite? Whoa. That was weird. <laughs> wow. Okay. Reading each other's minds tonight. Jinx moment here. Uh, <laughs> we literally just asked, do you have a favorite at the exact same time? Like in synchronization. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. When Jesse goes to edit this episode later, she's going to literally hear our voices peak <laughs> at the same level, same time. Anyways, the answer, I was just about to ask you, but I guess I'll answer it first. My favorite Christmas tree, uh, honestly, I've... I've seen several um, so far this year from the resorts, but yeah. I think I think Grand Floridian might take the cake. I'm gonna be honest. Really? The Grand Floridian tree is really cool. I don't know if it's just because like that lobby is so tall and spacious, Massive. but it's it's really gorgeous and it's right next to the beautiful gingerbread house. Yeah. So it's just so Christmassy in there right now that it's like, oh, this is amazing. You know. I love it. I actually like Art of Animation. Is that weird? <laughs> A little bit, but it's okay. I'll let you explain. But it, well, it's, it's fun. It's colorful and it's different. I like that it's different. It's this really cool white tree with all these different colors and like, mm-hmm. it's fun. Like I like that lobby too. You walk into that lobby and it's just, there's colors everywhere. There's like drawings on the ceiling. I don't know. I just, I like the coloring of it. It just, it makes me happy. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I think that's awesome though that you're saying that because yeah. again, like this is what's so amazing about Walt Disney World during the holiday season is they they do a great job from the top down if you want to call yeah. it that. I mean, I don't even want to call art of animation down because I love art no. of animation. Yeah, and all these resorts are great, and we have value resorts, moderate resorts, deluxe resorts, so many different options for different families oh, yeah. and different styles of Disney trips. But point is, is I mean. My favorite tree, sure, comes at one of the more expensive Walt Disney World yeah. resort, but Jesse's comes at Art of Animation, which is technically considered a value resort. So it's just like, yeah. uh, you know, actually borderline moderate. But the point is, is that, you know, I just think it's cool how we can both have very different opinions on that. And, and there's so many other trees, like just yeah. right off the bat, other trees, I think that people should check out at the resort when, when you come to visit during the holiday season. I think uh, the Contemporary has a great tree outside it's not inside yeah it's beautiful outside it's beautiful outside and you can just like follow that path right indoors and then of course if you want to go over to wilderness lodge or animal kingdom lodge both of them have beautiful trees and it's very like homey inside because of the lodge element so that's kind of cool but even even the smaller resorts uh or even the smaller trees at resorts like I was at Saratoga Springs last week and I noticed like, wow, this place is pretty decked out. Like there's not like huge trees, but there's a bunch of trees and that's cool. And there's also a huge tree usually at the boardwalk every year too. So basically there's a lot of Christmas trees at these Walt Disney World resorts. (laughs) I know. I haven't seen a ton of them yet this year. I've seen like the main ones so far, but I'll see a lot more tomorrow because I'm doing some resort hopping, but I'm really excited to actually go and see like Saratoga, going to Saratoga, Old Key West, Um, just those, you know, smaller resorts that people don't really go to as often. I really want to see those. That's what I'm really interested about tomorrow. Yeah. One of our, um, 
one of our Mickey blog reporters, he was basically tasked, uh, his name's <laughs> Ed, shout out to Ed, but Ed yes, was tasked Ed. with basically handling all of the Christmas resorts this yes. season. Like we just sent him on a mission. We we're just like, hey, just go to every single Disney resort, send in photos and videos of the decorations, yes. to the writing team. And we wrote up a post for every single resort. So he's like he did great. the guy we probably should have talked to about resorts, yeah. but he's like our resort MVP. But the point is, is that if you get a chance and you have like a free day this holiday season, whether you're a local or whether you're just in town for a few days and you, you maybe don't want to swing that money in a park ticket, like yeah. trust trust us when we say if you do like a resort hopping and then Disney Springs Day, yeah. you're not going to be disappointed when it comes to the holiday decorations no. because it's everywhere. Yeah. And the thing about that is that it's so easy to just jump on the Skyliner and get off at any of those locations. You can get off at five different locations so you can do epcot resorts you can do riviera you can do caribbean aoa and pop and you can see so many christmas decorations just in the skyliner even if you don't want to take that trip to disney springs some people don't like the hassle of the crowds at disney springs and i completely mm. understand that it does get busy it's a shopping you know shopping plaza especially which, on the weekends especially on the weekends yeah so it does get busy i totally understand that but like jared said if you have a free day and you want to just relax go on the skyliner get off at the resorts and look at their decorations and their treats you need treats yeah, there's yeah. plenty of food, like foodie yeah. guides on the Disney oh, yeah. Parks blog. Uh, we usually write, uh, you know, something up for those on Mickey yeah. Blog too. But we cover them all. I mean, tomorrow uh, at the time of this podcast, it's the thirtieth. But tomorrow, yeah. which is the first, uh, Jesse and Kristen, one of our other uh, Mickey Blog reporters, yeah. is out on a mission to basically cover every single Christmas treat out at every single Disney resort. So yeah. we cover them all. We're not just telling you to go try these treats just for no reason. Like we we genuinely try them and yeah. uh, and suggest you really do. Because for me, I always find with the foodie guides that a lot of the Christmas treats are some of the better tasting ones all year. I don't know they if are. it's just the gingerbread or maybe it's because <laughs> they just don't know what to do with like Father's Day treats and, <laughs> and 4th of July cupcakes that just are just red, white, and blue, but taste yeah. like nothing. Like, you know, but holiday season, you can do gingerbread, you can do peppermint, you can do so many things. So yeah. definitely check out those treats. But jumping into the parks, let's jump into the parks because all four parks truly offer up quite a bit when it comes to the holiday season. So yeah. starting with what some consider to be underwhelming, I'm not saying it is, but some consider to be not as high up there as other parks, and that's Animal Kingdom when it comes to the Christmas decorations and the Christmas decor. I'm not saying I agree with it, Jesse. I'm simply saying that when it comes to the Christmas celebration and the Christmas decorations, perhaps Animal Kingdom doesn't go as hard as the other parks do. However, the menagerie and all that celebration is fantastic. So are yeah. you here to come to Animal Kingdom's defense real quick? Or? Absolutely. Animal Kingdom <laughs> is like the top of my level right now. Like I love their decorations. They're more natural because it's Animal Kingdom, so it makes sense. Mm -hmm. They're more natural. They have that animal vibe to them. And they're all like white with browns and greens and they're I don't know. I just, I love the way that they look. They just look like they belong there. And then yes, the, the puppets are 
oh my God, they're so cute. I want to hug every single one of them. Those cast members are amazing that perform. Like, I I love them. And if you have not been to Animal Kingdom during the holiday season, that is like my top priority because it really is different. You can't find that anywhere else. Every other park, it's sparkly, it's Christmassy, it's beautiful. But Animal's Kingdom decorations just hit differently. They really yeah, do. It's so, it's so funny because this is why I love this podcast only three yeah. episodes in because one of the one of the things I wanted to make sure we had a part of this podcast was just different opinions. I oh, mean, yeah. Nobody wants to listen to a bunch of people just agree all the time on everything and be like, yeah, you like this movie, right? Yes, I do like this movie. Okay, great. Let's move on. Like, Does no. that mean you're going to disagree with me about Animal Kingdom? Because I'm going to be really hurt. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. It's just personally not my favorite. Oh, so technically I am. <laughs> but the point <laughs> is, is that, you know, this is what's great about these types of discussions. This is what's great about you know, this type of open formatted podcast specifically about the Disney holidays, because you might be listening to this podcast right now and be thinking to yourself, you know what? I really agree with Jesse and Jared needs to just shut up. (laughs) Or, or you might say, you know what, Jared, Jared's got a good point here and there. Not, not all the time, but occasionally that guy can sometimes say a smart thing or two. But anyways, I digress. What is your favorite? Well, I can't jump into that until we talk about Animal Kingdom first. Well, what do you like about Animal Kingdoms then? Or what do you dislike? Well, it's not that I dislike it. It's just that the other three are so great to me that it just falls a little lower. I do think the uniqueness, everything you were just talking about, I think that's what makes Animal Kingdom so special during the holiday season. The Menagerie puppets are so cool. And one of the features, the tree outside of Animal Kingdom is fantastic, by the way. But one one of the features that I personally really like about Animal Kingdom during the holidays is they do unique twists on Christmas songs. So when you're walking around, you'll be like listening, you'll be like, is that like walking in a winter wonderland? But it's like, like African drums and like all these unique twists to songs. I find that really cool. You yeah. Know? So I'm not saying I dislike it, Jesse. I'm I love Just all know of your it. Favorite. You're 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 misunderstanding me. I am a Disney fanatic <laughs> and a Christmas fanatic. I know. So more so the second thing, honestly. I'm a bigger yeah. Christmas fan than I even am a Disney fan. So like uh, truly well. I just love Christmas, so it's not like I'm going to walk in at Christmas at Animal Kingdom and be like, ugh, this sucks. Christmas. Like, no, that's that's not that's not <laughs> it. But but I will say uh, those are some of my favorite features of the park, and I do like a lot of the decorations. They decorate Pandora a bit. Dino Land, kind of sneaky, gets some great decorations too. Yeah, they get great decorations, and the characters get great decorations, like a Dino Christmas Donald. <laughs> How do you get better than that? That's amazing. I know. You mix Christmas and dinos and Disney. Uh, what? It's great. I was I love listening it. to when I was in Dino Land uh, on Tuesday uh, because I was reporting in Animal Kingdom on a few stories. And yeah. when I was in Dino Land on Tuesday, I saw or I was listening to Goofy sing like a rendition of All <laughs> I Want for Christmas is You, yes. which if you can imagine that song in Goofy's voice, it obviously sounded a little ridiculous. I love it. Uh, Jesse is a big Goofy fan, so I, I, I can never say a bad word about Goofy, and yeah. I'm not. But I'm simply saying 
the rendition it was just funny to listen to while I'm in Dino Land and I'm just seeing all these like sparkly Christmas dinos all around oh me. God. So I it's just it. funny. So moral of the story, Animal Kingdom, absolutely worth a visit during the holiday season yes. and, and truly a lot to love about it. But jumping into the next park, let's talk about Epcot because Epcot, there's a lot going on during the holidays. Obviously a big festival, festival of the holidays. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, have you been there yet and do you plan on going? I do plan on going. I have not been there yet for Festival of the Holidays. I was blocked out for the week that it released, um, and I have not been there this week yet. So I do plan on going probably next week for well, Festival of the Holidays. Have you been there Holidays. ever? That's really what I'm asking. Yeah, ever, of course. I was there last year. But it again, Disney changes every changes. single year. So every year is going to be a little something different. Festival of the Holidays, not my favorite. I prefer, you know, the arts or... Wow, really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, really. Festival of the Arts is my favorite. We can have another conversation about that another day. Yeah, we'll um, get into the festival <laughs> debate another podcast. Absolutely, we will. That'll be a fun to- be fun topic. Um, but yeah, Festival Holidays, I mean, it's fun. It's not, again, not my favorite. To me, it's not super special. I do enjoy how Epcot, um, like you were saying with Animal Kingdom, they change the music. Well, Epcot mm. has the performers that will sing Christmas songs yeah. in their language. See, so, that, that's what cool. I was going to talk about. So I'm, yes. I'm with you on that. So yeah. Festival of the Holidays, I mean, food and wine is always my favorite every year just because I like to eat and I like to drink. I mean, I'll yeah. just say it. Um, yeah. Not even just like like to drink alcohol. I'm just saying like I like to in general. eat and yeah. drink. So, yeah. uh, you know, basically food and wine has a lot to eat and drink at, believe it or not. But the yeah, point, do. <laughs> but the point is, is with Festival of the Holidays, what's unique about it, similar to you know, in some ways, obviously the other few festivals that aren't yeah. food and wine, whether it's Flower and Garden or Festival of the Arts, like it's a festival that's more focused on the stuff outside of eating and drinking. Right. And in this circumstance, like Flower Garden, obviously you're walking around, you're seeing topiaries, you're seeing yes. all the beautiful flower beds and. So the arts, you're seeing world-renowned artists and their beautiful artwork all over the place. But yeah, I love it. with this, what I love most about Festival of the Holidays are the unique shows and, yeah. and little you know performances in each sort of country. I mean, when you go to the UK Pavilion, you can see Father Christmas tell a story about yeah. you know uh, Santa and Christmas and all that. You can go see. Uh, uh, what's the, what's the Santa Noel or whatever in France? Yeah. That's another like Santa, uh, France, Santa basically. And yeah. you can, you know, listen to, you know, live performances of Feliz Navidad in Mexico. Like there's yeah. so many cool little things like that. And obviously Germany is especially known for Christmas. I mean, that's a dream yeah. for me is to eventually go to Germany during the for holiday Christmas. season because they they don't mess yeah. around. That's why they have a Christmas store in their pavilion yeah. year round. But I don't know. I just find it really cool. Yeah. When I was there right before the festival opened, I was there like two days before the festival. So it was kind of that in between. But they were still doing like actual artists were singing their language with the Christmas music. And I walked mm. past Germany and they were singing a Christmas song in German. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And it's one of those things you have to actually stop and listen to them. And you're like, oh my God, this is so neat because it's always something really, really cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But beyond obviously, 
you know, there is unique food offerings and there's the cookie stroll, which yeah. I recommend, especially to kids and stuff like oh, yeah. that. There's scavenger hunt every year. Uh, you know, the, I believe it's Olaf, right? Olaf scavenger hunt. Um, they do that yeah. every year. Uh, sorry, we're, we're witnessing a cat fight in the background of Jesse's uh, camera. So uh, yep. they're live entertainment. Uh, I know. For the podcast. But it's fine. basically... I also like other factors with Festival of the Holidays. Like I'm not going to discount the food and drinks because there are lots of cool, unique offerings that really from each country, you know, you can get what they usually eat and drink during that time of year, Absolutely. which I think is really cool. Yeah, I think it's so cool. And one of the coolest things is like the restaurants too. When you go to those restaurants, you can actually talk to people that that is their food they ate when they were growing up and they will mm. tell you their Christmas stories. And it's so cool because the cast members really do care about that kind of stuff. So it's really neat to see that too. Absolutely. Yeah. I also I just touching on that, you know, having, you know, the international program back in place where these cast yeah. members actually are from these countries in, in Epcot, I think that is so amazing because, yeah. you know, frankly, it's not discounting like local cast members in the slightest because, you know, this podcast has massive love and respect for cast members. But yeah. regardless, I just find it so cool being able to you know, eat at Via Napoli, for example, and speak to a, a an Italian cast member about where they grew up in Italy. So I that's know. just a side point. But to Jesse's point, I just think it's cool that you can do that specifically about the holiday season because yeah. each country celebrates holidays differently, you know. Um, and also uh, another thing about that is there is other holiday representations, you know, around here. That's why it's called Festival of the Holidays, not Festival of Christmas. Right. You know, you can go into stores and buy Hanukkah merchandise and, oh, yeah. and lots of other, you know, there's Kwanzaa representation. There is there is other holiday representation, which I think is important and it fits in with Epcot. I mean, Germany has a pickle on their wreath and I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't know why, but it's there. And it's it's cool. So, yeah, it's you know what's funny though? A lot of uh, American families I found out as I got older actually do the whole pickle on the Christmas tree thing. Didn't think that was a thing, but during the holidays, I I remember being in like college, and like some people would say like, "Hey, did your family ever do like the pickle thing?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. So, so it's kind of funny. I guess some other culture, like you know, they. Uh, obviously every culture sort of bleeds into other cultures and and you know and i'm not saying that in a negative way i'm saying it's cool how other cultures influence other cultures and yeah you know traditions can go into other holidays even so i i find that really cool but obviously another thing we should touch upon when it comes to festival of the holidays in epcot specifically is uh candlelight processional you know oh because yeah that's, that's a huge deal so that is a huge deal i mean obviously like i love neil patrick harris I love John Stamos. So whenever those big shots kind of come on candlelight, I'm like, ooh, this is so cool. Um, other than that, I haven't seen like a whole lot of people on candlelight just because they just, they happen to be on those days that I'm either working or busy or something like that. But if you can catch it, like it's really neat. Have you seen anybody on candlelight that you absolutely love? Um, so I have seen Neil Patrick Harris before. Okay. Uh, and I've also seen... Uh, Gosh, I'm forgetting her name, and I'm horrible at pronouncing things. I'm horrible but at names. The uh, the woman who plays Moana. Okay. Uh, and she was awesome too. So uh, 
I just I I know like part of her name, but I don't want to butcher it on the podcast. So don't the woman try. who plays Moana, she's very sweet and she was awesome. Yes. Uh, but this year, there's a lot of great guests for 2022. Uh, Simileo, uh, who plays Shang-Chi in the Marvel Universe, uh, kicked things off for the first few days of the festival. But Josh Gad is coming this year. Neil yeah. Patrick Harris is returning after not being around the past few years. So that's really cool. I'm excited, uh, but yeah. Beyond that, uh, just like a quick piece of advice for our listeners. if you've, it, First of all, if you're not familiar what the Candlelight Processional is, it's a rendition of the story of the birth of Jesus and and all of that, uh, but it has a huge choir and it's you know yeah. it's all performed at the main stage in the center of you know world it's world show America. place uh, yeah right yeah. there the America Pavilion um, and I just find it really well done because they have so many performers and the music is gorgeous and the lighting it's it's really worth seeing it even if you aren't religious like you don't have to be yeah. religious to enjoy that show at all no. truly no so so big recommendation and also if you really want good seats because for neil patrick harris what my wife and i learned a few years ago the hard way was uh people like neil patrick harris believe it or yes. not so we thought, like, showing up a few hours early, we're good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. That's why they have dining packages that you yes. can purchase that basically give you access to better seats at the Candlelight Processional. So yeah. just quick piece of advice. If you want to see a certain performance, just bite the bullet, get the dining package. And if yeah. you don't want to, like, sit down at a restaurant and do the dining package and spend all that money – you can actually now do it at a few quick service locations, including Regal Eagle, which is right there. So worth yeah. worth doing. Absolutely. It's so helpful because it is really beautiful to just watch, listen to. Um, and like he said, if you know, if there's someone you really, really want to see, you don't want to stand in line for five hours just waiting for them to see it. And that's why, mm. again, like I haven't seen a whole lot of them because people mean different things to other people. And I'm mm. not a person that I'm gonna I'm not gonna wait in five hour line. I'm just not gonna yeah. do it. So I'll, I'll yeah. like breeze by it, like while I'm walking in the park and I'm like, Oh look, there's that person. And then I'll keep walking and it's beautiful, but I, I just, I can't wait in line. So that dining package is really, really helpful. Well, it's funny because, uh, I'm staring at her signed autograph, but Ooh. one of the few lines, one of the few lines that I actually waited, uh, for like four or five hours was meeting Ashley Eckstein who, okay. uh, needs, uh, the, merchandise line her universe but also plays ahsoka tano in the star wars universe so i was super excited she was signing autographs and uh giving away some of her and new her universe ears in disney yeah. springs uh months back and it was actually the week of my wedding i had so much going on and i was still like no i'm going i'm going and i went <laughs> and i waited like four or five hours and i did it but there's oh not many people like that that i would that i'm the same way as you jesse like yeah i would rather not go and save those seats for people who are like, oh my gosh, I love this person. I you need, know? I need to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I can stand in the back and still like see it. So what yeah. I'm saying is, if you really do want to see someone though, especially the big names, the Josh Gads and the and the um, Neil Patrick Harris, yeah. uh, get there early or get early. the dining package because I thought two three hours was early enough. I was wrong. I learned that the hard way. So I know. Yeah. But also, quick point, Beacons does a Christmas celebration this year. So. Yes. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I mean, Beacons is beautiful as it is, but when they change it to holiday version, oh my God, it's so pretty. 
Yeah. And you remember when initially Beacons, which I believe it still is this way at all the other parks, but I believe Beacons was only supposed to be around for the 50th celebration. It was supposed to be. I hope it stays. I really do. There hasn't been an announcement about that, about Epcot specifically. But I'm telling you, if they get rid of Beacons at Epcot, there's going to be a massive uproar. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they didn't always have those lights on the ball. Like, Spaceship Earth needs lights. Exactly. It's gorgeous. Uh, Just keep uh, yeah. it. Yeah. So That's pretty. That's the point Just we're making. It. Exactly. Yeah, so. Don't touch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, let's jump on to Hollywood Studios, which is my favorite. Your favorite. Of all the uh, Walt Disney World parks to visit during the holiday season. I always found it underrated for the longest time. And really? now I'm starting to feel like people are coming around and properly being like, oh, Hollywood Studios during Christmas. But I swear, growing up and even as a local in 2019, yeah, you know, I felt like people just didn't care as much about Hollywood Studios comparatively to yeah. now where I start seeing some people be like, you got to go over there. You know? Yeah, I really feel like that that transition when Star Wars and Toy Story opened. Before yeah. 2018, I it, Hollywood Studios was MGM. I loved MGM. That was my number one park. I loved going to the movies at Disney World. And it was so mm-hmm. cool to see that rendition of it. And then transferring over to Hollywood Studios, so it was like, oh. Like Hollywood yeah. Studios has been kind of massacred a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, it was my favorite park. 100% my favorite park. And then it transferred to Hollywood Studios. Then they added Toy Story and Star Wars. And like, you're a Star Wars fanatic. Star Wars yeah. is super cool. I'm not saying that it's not. But I walk into Star Wars and I'm like, oh, this is cool. I have zero idea of what anything looks like or what it's supposed to be. Yeah. No idea. So for me, like when I go there now, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Star Wars and I'm going to make my little loop-de-loop and yeah, everything looks the same. Okay, great. <laughs> and I get that. But, but specifically for Christmas, yeah. can you talk a little bit about like how well done the decorations are? Yeah, absolutely. Because- because I think that part still has that same soul of the original MGM that you're talking about. It does. So that's what I was getting to. So it does have that same soul. The decorations in the front, it has that really classic just garland with the little stars. Um, and then you you know walk to like Sunset Boulevard area, you have the regular stars towards um, Tower of Terror. And it's just, it's mm. so pretty to look at. And then going to Echo Lake, you have the floating ornaments, you have the little you know, ball in Gertie's mouth. And it is more classic. It is more, this is what I'm going to put on my Christmas tree in 1990. Um, So it is definitely that classic feel when it comes to the actual decorations, which I am absolutely in love with. I think it is one of the prettiest parks when you walk in and you're like, wow, this is Christmas in Disney World. Like, this is so cool. Um, And then on the merchandise side of that, you do have those fun Star Wars merchandise. Like today, there was a little stocking with the what are they called? The little uh, little guys. Life day. No, are you no. talking about porgs? They're, are they called porgs? They're not called porgs. The little Ewoks. brown guys. They look like teddy bears. Yeah, Ewoks. Ewoks. Yes, there was a stocking with Ewoks, and they had candy canes, and it was so cute. I am not a Star Wars person, and I wanted the dang the stocking. And I was like, I don't even know what they're called, but they're so cute. Well, Christmas in the Star Wars universe is called Life Day. And that dates back to the original uh, Star Wars holiday special, 
which mm-hmm. is truly known among Star Wars fans as like the worst piece of media in Star Wars history. Like it's always joked about. It's like the butt end of jokes. So it's really funny now how in Hollywood studios they release like Life Day merchandise every yeah. year. And they have like Chewbacca in a red robe, which we saw in the holiday special. And again, nobody cares about that special. I mean, most people just find it the butt end of the joke. So yeah. for me, I just find it ironic. But regardless, I hear what you're saying. And we can't move on to the last park before we do briefly talk about RIP. You know, you know what I'm talking about. The Osborne spectacle of dancing lights, which <laughs> frankly, <laughs> frankly, is probably the thing I loved absolutely most about Christmas. Me too. All property, all four parks, I know. Disney Springs. It's, it's so sad. And it's ironic for me as a Star Wars fan, because basically, yeah. the reason we lost that was for Galaxy's Edge. So it's like such conflicting feelings there where you're like, oh, you know, I I really like this. This is cool. And Rise of the Resistance is one of the most technologically advanced rides of all time. And there's yeah. so much cool stuff. But but then I look back we at like photos stuff. and videos of that section of the park and the Hollywood vibes and the spectacle yeah. of dancing vibes. and. Uh, spectacle of dancing vibes spectacle of dancing lights <laughs> that was basically me that was me at spectacle of dancing lights i was just decked out in christmas sweaters and i was full of vibes but me too yeah the point is back yeah. there where they had the whole set of fake new york city and fake san francisco and all that stuff that went on back there i know, you know how much do you miss spectacle is what I'm oh saying. so much i saw it the final year with my family and it was heartbreaking i have like the farewell farewell shirt and everything and i will cherish that shirt forever because obviously i'll never get it back one day i'm hoping i will but i don't think so um but yeah it's it was just it was like nothing you've ever seen you walk in and there's just a bajillion lights everywhere and you're just like what and you have you don't have any words for how pretty it is and i really really miss that I mean, the way they set it up for our listeners who never got to see Spectacle yeah. of Dancing Lights at, it. at Hollywood Studios, Google like a YouTube uh, yeah. video and watch it. But yeah. um, the way they set it up to Christmas music specifically, where like, yep. you know, you listen to like Carol of the Bells and the songs would like just change with every note. I mean, yeah. it was incredible. And so truly, truly uh, an amazing thing. But before we leave Hollywood, I will mention... The best tree in Walt Disney World is on Echo Echo Lake. Lake. It's in Echo Lake. Okay, people? Echo Lake. I'm not saying that I'm right about this, (laughs) but just go to Echo Lake sometime at like sunset. Look at the ornaments in the water and look at the tree and tell me that I am wrong. No, it's... If you go there, take a video or a photo and just send it to Mickey Blog and just say, Jared, you were wrong. I will watch it and I will say, you know what? This guy, this guy or this girl, they got me, but I will stand by it. (laughs) Anyways, we got to jump on to the final park. Yeah. Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom time. And obviously we're going to talk about Very Merry, which is Disney's big Christmas party that they throw every year. Jesse and I were there for opening night. We also went back another time because opening night got rained out. We were very Uh, cold and wet. We've been there twice this year, so we have plenty to talk about with Very Merry, but... Before we talk about Very Merry, like in general, when you think about Magic Kingdom, you know, being that you report there and, and you're there at least once or twice a week, 
yeah. Jesse, like what what comes to mind and, and what is so great about the Magic Kingdom during Christmas season? Yeah. So my favorite, honestly, are the Nutcracker toy soldiers up front. I really like the way that they surround the tree. So I just mm. think they're so cool. They look like they're guarding the tree. And I don't know if that's just me personally that has always thought that or if that's like the actual point of it. Um, but I just, I think they're so cool. And then seeing them, the toy soldiers in person, when you watch the Very Merry Christmas Parade, it's like, oh my God, wait, did those soldiers oh, yeah. come to life? And you kind of like get all confused. I don't know. Maybe again, maybe it's just me. Um, but I love those. And then I also love just the classic wreaths. It's mm-hmm. very green. It's very simple. You have the little simple decorations, little simple Mickey's. Um, it's nothing over the top, which again, it's just classic Christmas. Not my favorite, obviously animals, my favorite, but it is just really pretty to look at. And then it lights up main street at night, which I mean, it's stunning. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about Very Merry in a second. But yeah. I think Magic Kingdom is the place for you to go to experience like classic Christmas. You yes, know? it's like very that, classic. It's very classic Christmas. I mean, obviously Epcot yeah. celebrates like all holidays and different yeah. cultures. And Animal Kingdom, it's much more unique. And Hollywood Studios is very, very pretty uh, and more subtle, I would say, comparatively yeah. Uh, to to other things. I mean, Osborne is Osborne. But regardless, when we talk about Magic Kingdom, you walk in there and it is Christmas. I mean, everywhere yeah. is oh out. yeah. I mean, every square inch of that park feels like it's decked out. It Even is. when you walk from, like Frontierland and Adventureland, like there's garland on like the light poles. Like it, it's yeah. cool. It and uh, Jingle Cruise gets Jingle decked Cruise. out every single year, which is Jungle Cruise yeah. decked out in Christmas fashion. And that doesn't just run during Very Merry. It's decked out. All day, all day long. Yep. The, the uh, performers and the Jungle jingle Cruise skippers, rather, uh, they have Christmas jokes at the ready, and yes. they're all decked out. It's really cool. Uh, so, I mean, in general, if you're looking for a classic Christmas, I mean, just it's hard not to. You, there's a beautiful tree there. There's the toy soldiers, as Jesse talked about. Yep. There's, there's so many Christmas wreaths. I mean... So easy to take beautiful photos as you get closer to the castle. Oh, God, yeah. No dream lights, and I know that sucks, but... No dream lights. Still still an amazing spot to go um, yeah. visit, you know, during the holiday season. But to end the to end the episode, we got to talk about the main thing to do. Very uh, merry. Which is very merry. This is the yeah. pinnacle, biggest, you know, thing you can do during the holiday season at Walt Disney World. Uh, so... What were your thoughts on Very Merry? I know you're a Halloween person. I know you're I a not-so-scary person. But uh, <laughs> any, like, specific recommendations you can tell our listeners and, and what were your, like, main takeaways? Yeah. So, I mean, my number one advice is watch the parade. That is the number one must-do on my Very Merry list. Um, that parade is just – it's something you have to see. It's so different than all the other parades – and watch the first one. Even if you're like, oh, it's fine. I'll catch the second one. No big deal. I'm going to do the cookie strolls. Watch the first one. Because mm-hmm. what if it rains and the second one never happens? Then you didn't see your parade. So True. always watch the first one. And if you loved it, watch the second one. I watch both. Again, <laughs> just me. I love it. 
if you're paying that much money to go to Very Mary, do the one thing that you absolutely want to do. Just get that off your list. That way there's no regrets and you're not like, oh man, I could, I could have done this when I did this instead. If right. rides is your priority, do the rides. If cookies are your priority, do the cookies. So definitely make a priority list. Um, again, mine was the parades. The fireworks are also beautiful. Um, wasn't my priority. Me and Jared didn't even watch the fireworks the second time we went. Um, but we were sure there for the parade. So, um, it's really, again, it's personal preference on what you want to do. The rides do have fun overlays. Um, Christmas is basically thrown up in Space Mountain and it's cool Christmas lights, cool Christmas colors and like a Christmas rock music, which makes it really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, so that was always kind of like my second priority underneath the parade. Yeah, I mean, I have nothing but glowing and amazing things to say about the parade as well. Yeah. I mean, I know we both have a love for the toy soldiers and that whole section of the parade. Yeah. Extremely well done and worth waiting around for. Uh, and honestly, one of the things that I realized when it came to the parade specifically the last time we went or yeah. you know the second time we went to the party this year was uh we actually stood towards the very end of the parade yeah you know like right in front of tony's and town square and all that and we couldn't see the castle but you could see the tree all the, the tree. snow was falling and the the characters are all walking like right towards you i literally like stood right behind a set of trash cans i know classy uh, right, like in front of like Tony's in Town Square and all that, and yeah. seeing the view of the snope and the and the tree and the parade, it was fantastic. So, if yeah. you guys get really bummed out about like, oh, I'm not near the castle, I don't get a great view, like, trust me, like, there's nothing wrong with standing back there, is what I'm saying. But in general, I would say Very Merry is a really, really well done event. It um, is. I'm much more of a Christmas fan to Halloween. Uh, not so scary, I think, is just the best event that Disney does all year. So I'm not gonna talk Thank about you. that. But <laughs> point is, point is, the characters are also really cool. We waited to see uh, Sandy Claus, which oh. is Santa Jack, and yes. that was and really cool. Uh, and Sally too. That's that's worthwhile doing if you're a Nightmare yes. Before Christmas fan. The Winnie the Pooh characters get all decked out in their uh, holiday their outfits. I know, um, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse was like, they're so cute. And we were walking by. (laughs) The cookies and the cocoa and all that is really cool. They have different um, sort of combinations at each one. You can get like, you know, snickerdoodles. You can get gingerbread. You can get like, you know, there's different flavors at each little stand around the parks. And they're separated around the parks. Some has cocoa. Some has cider. Yeah, uh, Yeah. exactly. Uh, Some are better than others, but we won't get into that. Point is, yeah. uh, definitely plenty to offer there. Obviously, plenty of Christmas merch to check out at the Emporium and in general when you're at Very Merry. But the parade, the stage show is cool. And and I don't know. I mean, it's just – it's a really, really well-done event for Christmas yeah. fans. I mean, to put it simply. Yeah. No, it really is. I do really enjoy it. And I think anyone that goes will enjoy it. But again, just – be organized, make your list of what you really want to do and do those things first because it is exhausting, especially if you go to the park all day. You don't want to be there all night. You don't want to stay till midnight, 1 a.m. And when you're in line for that monorail at the end of the night, like you're just exhausted. So definitely make sure you get the things done that you want to do first. That way, the rest of the time is just, okay, well, now we can 
do this and get a cookie and just enjoy <laughs> it. So, you know, yeah. it's just fun. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the the lasting point here when it comes to very merry, but truly to as we wrap up everything this episode, Disney. Yeah. when it comes to like the holidays at Disney is like everything we just talked about, there is so much that is offered. And, yeah. and the beauty of that is there's something for everybody. I mean, Jesse loves Animal Kingdom where I, I love do. Hollywood Studios. Like there is certain decorations and certain setups yeah. that are going to be more for other people compared to others. And so as Jesse made a great point there, like make a priority list before you go on this, on these trips, because yeah, the biggest rookie mistake I find that people make before going on a trip to Walt Disney World, whether it's the holidays or whether it's March, like expecting you are going to see everything. You are not. You are not going to see everything. No. <laughs> I, I am at the parks three to five days a week and there's still stuff where I'm like discovering. So oh, yeah. you're not going to see everything. And it's a lot. If you, exactly. It's a lot. These parks are huge and there's little like nooks and crevices you didn't discover before. And the point yeah. is, is set that priority list, you know, like make, make sure, you know, like, you know what? I want to see a gingerbread house. Then prioritize that or jump on the monorail. Go see your gingerbread houses. They're worth it. Truly. Yeah. Honestly, guys, if you can just like see the monorail resorts during the holidays and then take a boat over to wilderness lodge and see that tree, that's a great day in itself. It's a great day. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I agree. So in general, this was a great episode, but it felt it felt like we covered basically everything while we could have still talked about this for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it yeah, there's just so much Christmas to talk about, not even just in the parks. You could go to individual resorts and we could continue for hours, but that would just be a lot. <laughs> yeah, and people don't want to listen to us for hours. Maybe no. they say it, but I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Maybe maybe you, maybe not me. But the point is, <laughs> regardless, before we conclude this fun episode, we did want to mention, as we always like to do, that this episode of the Mickey Blog Podcast is sponsored by Mickey Travels. Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are platinum earmarked by Disney, and their services are always 100% free. So reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation yes. at mickeytravels.com. That's mickeytravels.com, making magic one vacation at a time. Uh, And I know that sounds like a very rehearsed ad, and maybe it is in some aspects, but truly I cannot recommend enough, guys. If you're overwhelmed at Disney in general, visiting Walt Disney World, Disneyland, the cruise, I mean, Disney's getting more and more complicated, and that's coming from us who try to make it less complicated on you guys. If if you need help with that priority list, they're a good person to ask. Yeah. I mean, the Disney travel agents over at Mickey Travels, they are truly, truly, I mean, I've I've worked directly with many of them. I know many of them and they are truly wonderful people who are there to make your trip as magical as possible. Yeah. And their services are literally no extra cost to you compared to booking your trip directly. So let them do all that work for you and, uh, Stress a little less, basically. Yes, I know. Which is going to be my new go-to phrase for just life in general. Stress I a little less. I love it. Me too. But thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you like this episode, please do subscribe. Leave us a good rating. Um, we'd really appreciate it. We love all yes. the support we've been given so far. You guys have yeah. been incredible. 
um, over 3,000 downloads on the first two episodes. Uh, and that's just incredible. I have, I have truly no words, honestly. No words. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. So thank you all so much. If you'd like to check out Mickey Blog, of course, head over to the blog directly. We are constantly reporting on all the latest and everything in yes. the Walt Disney Company, from the parks to the cruise line to the movies and so much more. Uh, so stay up to date on the blog side of things. And if you'd like to check us out on social media, Mickey Blog is on pretty much every social media platform. We're on TikTok, oh, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun jazz. So go check us out. And uh, as always, my name is Jared. And I'm Jesse. <laughs> Have a magical rest of your day. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you next time.